Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome, Kevin Christie here. Got another interview for you this week. Uh, I've been really excited about the interviews we've had. You know, we, we've started to um, really try to cover all of our bases. You know, there's just so many things to our profession and nuances, and there's so many different types of chiropractors out there. And I'm trying to give you um, all of the information. You know, it's kind of like I remember going through school, you know, math teachers would. Um, say, oh, you got to learn this, you got to learn all this different math stuff. And you kind of would argue with them, you didn't need to know it. But um, being exposed to it and and knowing that it's out there, maybe you weren't going to use it for the rest of your life. But uh, having the exposure to you knows what you want to do, maybe don't what you don't want to do, or if you're going to get into it, um, you'll have a clear path to do that, right? And today's episode is going to be about personal injury. And I think that's one of those things where you even if you're not doing a lot of it now, or you're not doing much of it, or you're doing a lot of it, you, you really should know about it. And you should investigate it from all angles so that uh, maybe it is something you want to add to your practice like, like I have, right? Um, and so my guest today is, is Michael Coates. He's an attorney, you know, and, and ultimately defending your lien rights against PI attorneys who fight for a living isn't easy, right? It's even harder when you don't have the strategies, tools, or the know-how to fight back. And that's exactly what the problems uh, Michael will help commit to fix, right? He, he's an attorney and a highly experienced national authority in medical lien law and a recognized innovator, advocate, coach, instructor, and mentor in the field of lien management and negotiations. Um, he is the creator of PI Made Easy, it's a, a nationwide do-it-yourself inter, you know, edutainment online membership, and we dive into that. And he's got plenty of great information today. We're, he's, he's been kind enough to give us uh, some information that you can register for it for free, um, but he brings a lot of great info today. We, we talk kind of operations and marketing as it pertains to personal injury. And that you can do it right, you know, and that's something I talk a little bit about I have on the past is, uh, you know, we have a sports based practice, but we've added personal injury as a component to our practice. You know, we have a goal of three to five new PI patients a month. Uh, we do it the right way. We've positioned ourselves as the chiropractic office that's going to do it the right way. And we attract the, those types of um, PI patients or attorneys that refer or medical doctors that refer to us. And so we're not necessarily looking to have high volume of it, which is nothing wrong if you do, but it's a great little adjunct to our uh, patient base. And so I'm going to dive into a lot of what Michael talks about. And it's something that as I transition out of uh, patient care, I'm going to kind of double down on some of those relationships that I already do have with really reputable attorneys that I like to work with, okay? And so uh, I'm going to work through this course, and you can find that at pimadeeasy.com slash three-day, uh, and there's a code, Dr. Christie, D-R, 
C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. It's free right now. So actually there's no payment. And it's just a landing page that's going to be filled out even more with content. So you'll see that it will be built out further. And then at some point, uh, once that is uh, more robust, there will be a payment that will cut from $97 uh, to 47 with that code DR Christie. Okay. Here is my episode with Michael Coates on PI Made Easy. All right, Michael Coates, ready, ready for the show. I really, I just excited to have this conversation with you. We had a great pre-chat and I know there's a lot of good information. We were connected by Dr. Jay Greenstein. And so whenever he connects me with someone, I have a good uh, feel that they're going to bring a lot of value. So uh, welcome to our show. Tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally, and we'll go from there. Oh, thanks, Dr. Christie. And, you know, yeah, Dr. Jay to me is more like a NASA scientist in our profession. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and by the way, although it kind of ties in with things, he, I, and many others really believe in traction. In fact, he's the one that turned me on to that book from mm-hmm. a business operations side. Um, as to me, my background is as an attorney. Um, I don't want to say how many decades I've been around, mm-hmm. but it's been quite a few. And my early years was actually as a personal injury defense attorney and medical malpractice defense attorney. So when I started out, that was my base. And then I left and shifted into commercial litigation, mostly contractual and actually representing a lot of banks and financial institutions. And I became a partner in a a very well-respected national law firm of about 650 attorneys. So it was a nice big place. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I really enjoyed business and operational efficiencies and all that. I had a business during the dot-com boom and during the bust. But I found I really loved contractual creation, negotiations. And it was just funny. I live in Anaheim Hills in Southern California, uh, getting married for the fourth continuance, but finally supposed to happen August 6th. Oh, nice. But I have these, I have six amazing children, uh, youngest one, 20, just turned 21 to like 33. And I just love my life. I love the fact that I get to advocate for people that I really care about. And it's mm-hmm. medical providers and really mostly it's chiropractors. There's something I really believe, especially in personal injury that we're talking about today is I really believe that especially chiropractors are the heroes of PI. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, it's got enough respect because of that. It's for three reasons. I mean, if you want me to go into it at some point, I can do that. You know, why yeah, I go, really go into that. it now. No, I get it. Well, I mean, the three reasons are, 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 um, you know, number one, you, you bring a patient back to health. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, it's without needles, surgery, or pills. We need more of that, not less. So I consider that really heroic. The second reason is, at least in personal injury, it's Mm -hmm. your bills, Mm -hmm. your soap notes, your sometimes testimony that is what's supporting the PI case. That is what allows the damages to get issued. And when you do it right, things sell earlier because you do it right and higher because you do it right. So even though you're there just doing your job, but when you do it right, you're helping everybody. And I think that's heroic from a business perspective. And the, the third reason is, after all of that, you agree to wait to be paid. Can be years. I mean, when you're in like, you are in Florida, you got nice high PIP values. A lot of them can be shorter, but even in your state, you'll have problems which go extended and you wait to be paid. And then there's follow-up and things on top of it. And I think for all those reasons, the real heroes of PI are, especially the chiropractors. I mean, mm-hmm. a patient can get a recovery without an attorney but they'll never get a recovery without medical bills mm-hmm. and support. Yeah, that's cool. And no, it's uh, I appreciate you bringing that up and, and, and chatting about that. And I think ultimately where we're going to go with this conversation today is with personal injury. There's a lot of, um, 
there's a lot of concerns, you know, so just like anything else, there's definitely bad actors in, in the personal injury world, uh, in the chiropractic profession, in the attorney profession, in the all kinds of insurance profession. Like it's just, it can be a racket sometimes. And I want to dispel some of that. And we'll, we'll obviously dive into that. Uh, there's also just like any other type of patient, there's an attraction of the, of the patient and there's the management of it. Now, the regular patient, the cash patient, the, you know, the, the private insurance patient, typically a little bit easier to, to attain and a little bit easier to manage. Uh, private insurance is making it a little bit harder as we, as we know, For but sure. with, with the personal injury patients, it, it definitely can be harder. No doubt about it. And it, it's uh, trickier to manage it. And so I want to make sure we go through the kind of the marketing part of that, but also the operations aspect as well and start to get chiropractors understanding you can do this the right way, you can do it effectively, and it can be a very good part of your practice. What, what are your thoughts on some of that? Well, I'm going to actually boost that. In the end, when you do it right, cash and insurance doesn't pay close to what PI pays. Yeah. You literally, you should have one build rate across your platform, right? Insurance writes you down for things and writes you down a lot. Mm -hmm. Even cash, you're giving discounts and people don't want to pay cash. You've got health insurance, you know, like I'm saying, and now you've got the No Surprise Act that's we can talk about also that's went into effect January 1st. But when PI is done right, nothing pays even close yep. to that. So while you're waiting to be paid, in the end, your net as a business person, it's not how much revenues you get, it's how much you keep in your pocket at the end of the day. And even though it might be a little more management and things you do, there's it's not even close how much more you can get. In fact, it's it's the area I think that you can scale also quite easily, which we'll talk about a little more in the marketing, yep. but also PI can be used to help increase all of the practice areas of your practice. And like when I deal, and I've championed providers, not just in California, but now nationally in terms of coaching, training, and mentoring, in PI, I have helped hundreds of providers in thousands of matters recover millions of dollars, right? Yep. Many of them went from being offered 20% that you're kind of referring to, to get paid for mm -hmm. their bill. I mean, a huge loss. To where most of them are getting like that 80 to 100% of their bill most of the time. Mm -hmm. That's a huge difference maker. And so when you're looking at a business and scaling and marketing, don't you want to be in the most profitable side that's putting the most in your pocket? And I think that really is PI. Yeah, it is. And, and, and one of the topics I've kind of harped on a lot in the last few months is profit margin. And, and unfortunately, in chiropractic, especially insurance-based practices, margin is very tough. And it, and it, and it causes, as you know, just a world of issues. Um, and PI really has a nice margin. And then there's some kind of misconception out there from some chiropractors like, oh, you know, that kind of money, it's like too much money per visit or whatever. I actually look at it and say, PI is actually the only thing paying us what we're actually worth, right? Uh, versus exactly. thinking it. Yeah. Like a lot of chiropractors have this poverty mindset and it's like, oh, you know, any of those chiropractors out there working at PI and getting $175 a visit or whatever, they're just, you know, raping the system type of thing. And it's like, no, as long as everybody's doing everything right and you're getting reimbursed for the work you're putting into this, because there is a lot of management, uh, it's actually the only thing left paying us what we're worth, right? Oh, truly. And remember, I mean, you've agreed with the health insurance when you're in network to take mm -hmm. those reductions. And so it's not devaluing your work because you've agreed to that. There's been a bargaining. You did that. Cash patients the same way on what you've required for them. In PI... You've submitted your full bill and that is it. It's the full bill amount that 
when you don't get paid that, you've devalued yourself, your staff. And there generally often isn't, I mean, there are reasons that are more because it's out of your control, how things get resolved and settled. And sometimes they drop patients. But it's also why you want to make sure if you get if you get paid your full bill most of the time, mm-hmm. which you can, the good attorneys want you more. Yeah. The bad attorneys are going to more stay away. And why do you want that? Well, when the good attorneys want you, why they want that is because if you've, they've got to submit your bill to the adjuster or you're getting deposed by a defense attorney. If your bill isn't what it says, now you create a problem for the attorney and the case. So the more you really do get paid your value, the better you are wanted by the good attorneys. And so that should make everybody happy, right? And so the, the problem you get is when you say the, there are the bad actors, you know, and there's too many of them, unfortunately, that they're in the attorneys that are, they aren't good at trial. They're afraid at trial. They don't want to invest in trial or they're just pushing all the smaller ones because they just want the big ones to focus on. And so they just kind of roll over, play dead. And, and here's this bad settlement. They want to put it on the back of the provider. And that's what we all got to stop is that you're not that one third here. We split it between all the medical providers, right? Yeah. It's the patient owes the full obligation regardless of the outcome of the case. Uh, real it's up quick, to you if you want to give the gift. Yeah. Real quick story on that. Cause we have a good, a, a good like core of attorneys that I trust and I work with. And then obviously sometimes I'll get a, 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 a PI patient from Google or a referral and, and they'll end up with some attorney that they found or, or whatever. And I don't have any relationship with them, but I had this one recently where uh, they sent me this settlement, you know, proposal and, and based on what I got paid by the PIP, which was a little bit and the amount of pe- times we saw them and what they were going to offer us, I was going to end up making like $43 a visit, you know, and I just sent back as like, you know, and I write it out as like, if I were to accept this settlement agreement, this is how much I'm making per visit, just to give you an idea of how I can't pay my bills with that. And then I obviously didn't set, sign it. I said, this is what I, this is the amount I want and do that. And so what, to your point, there are going to be attorneys out there that are going to nickel and dime you to a point because they didn't get a good settlement and they're going to put it on you. Uh, and, and that's not a great situation either. Can, can you speak to that a little bit more? Well, not just that. The situation you used, I think, was not. I'm willing to bet that the attorney was taking attorney fees out of the PIP payment. Were they? Oh, Uh, not out of the PIP payment. Um, The insurance actually pays us in Florida, pays us directly to the doctor. Okay, then you're good. In some states, actually, they still, even though they pay you directly, Mm -hmm. and are supposed to even in regular liens, but the problem is they send it to the attorneys anyway, a lot, even the insurers, and other states, even the PIP, certainly the med pay because they're worried about the patient who's the one that could sue them for bad faith. So they figure they send it to the attorney, the attorney deals with it, it's their problem, not mine. Uh, yeah. You know, So I think what I would say also on yours, and you're mentioning kind of these trusted attorneys, do you know on that same law firm, can you tell me what your average percent recovery on the bills with that firm is? Do oh, you know? Yeah, like them paying us, the firm? Uh-huh. Yeah, 100%. All the, so they're paying you all the time, 100%. Well, they're okay. paying us all the time. There are some times where oh. we'll negotiate for sure. What I meant is, do you know then what that percentage that you have been paid by them, an actual average, have you been tracking? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah. This is one of my big things. Like you mm-hmm. can't, you can't uh, measure, or you can't track what you don't measure, right? Yep. And so, or I should say you can't measure what you don't track. So like on our PI Made Easy portal, for example, one of the mm-hmm. tools I came up with was this spreadsheet. That's all the things to track the attorney actions, as well as the PI case, but that's a different tracker. 
But here, when you show and keep track of those past losses and sacrifices you've done to help them, yep. imagine when they come to you for a reduction. Mm-hmm. And you look at how much, I, I won't bet if you looked at that, you'd be surprised at how much you've actually sacrificed even for your trusted firms when you see it. But yeah, what I you can imagine. do is you can cut and paste those results. Say, look how much I've lost. I need the pendulum swinging my way. Suddenly you're getting more per matter for quite a while. So I think one of the things as a good business person to me is you really got to track the actual results. You can mm-hmm. use the spreadsheet. We've got whatever method you're using. But it's important, not just amounts, but I think it's time. You know, how long does it take not only to, in a case, because some of these guys wait till the end of the statute of limitations to even file. So you're waiting long for, some guys are more aggressive in how they handle actions. Mm -hmm. Um, Some it's, now you made an agreement, how long till they pay you the money? Some are short, some are long. All those things impact who you want to get more business from and others you might want to do less from, or at least when you do take business, you want to maybe a more protective lien agreement, which again, I suggest you get from, our site because it's far more protective and that's the foundation really to protect your business. Yeah. And so let's dive into the operations side of things a little bit, and then we'll go and segue into the, to the marketing. Um, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see chiropractic offices make in this whole, uh, whether it's patient management, whether it's like you said, the bills or the tracking, the different things that are out there that are um, sabotaging the situation and not building that trust from some trusted attorneys because attorneys are looking at, you know, can this chiropractor manage his case well and, and get everything that they need and all that type of stuff. So what are some of the biggest mistakes you see offices make? Oh God, there are so many yeah. that I see, but mm-hmm. I'll, let me just talk about just a few. Then first is I'm going to go back to that lien agreement. Like any business, most of you I'm sure are renting space. Okay. You sign probably this like 24, 30 page lien agreement, with a little tiny type you can barely read. Well, in the end, most people are using this this short lien agreement or a letter of protection that really is not a lot of protection. And you really should be protecting yourself more than. So I think that's the first mistake. Most of the time, like like anything, you won't need it because guys are going to take care of you. Where you need it is when things go south because you can get a lot of leverage off the language of the right one. Okay, Mm -hmm. And again, I'm referring you back to the, the portal to get that. Um, Another is, I think when that patient comes in and people are, I call them lobby loaners. And then you give them the forms like circle where it's where it's hurting, put your pain rating, and they don't know. They're just circling everything and they don't know how the right rating is. And, and now you may have screwed up the patient's case with the attorney who's now upset at you because that may cause a problem. Mm-hmm. So you should do that in the presence of the patient. And I suggest you actually, with them telling you, circle and write so it's better for PI. Remember, PI is the only area you're doing that someone's actually, there's a microscope and a bunch mm-hmm. of people are looking at what you're doing. So you've got to approach it a little different way. Um, I think when that first visit, mm-hmm. I would always get a copy of the proof of insurance yep. in it. You'll see the PIP, the med pay. You'll see the uninsured motorists or the underinsured motorists, because you want to make sure when you, maybe you've got more extended treatment, that there's more of a pot to cover. Like you got to refer out to specialists, you know, an ortho pain management doctor, MRIs, you want to, to get an idea for what's out there to help govern how you got to track this practice. So I think that's a really important one. Another one, storytelling soap notes. Mm-hmm. Who in PI is reading your notes? It's not really other doctors. It's non-medical experts, right? It's the attorneys, adjusters, judges, juries, and the patient. So it's typing out, plain speak, 
unique to the patient and telling the patient's story of the before and after, I think using activities of daily living, ADLs. I mean, a lot of stuff we're going to mention later, there's like a three-day boot camp I'm going to do later, you know, in May, but you dive into these things individually. So I'm just noting some of these really key things. Let me give you another one. The No Surprises Act, Mm -hmm. brand new law that went into effect in January. And I've been doing teleseminars, had one of my great guests on, a healthcare attorney, because probably most of people who are listening in have never heard it. So you're automatically violating it because you were implied to be complying with it as of January 1st. And it's about no surprise billing. So it's either for uninsured or self-pay patients. Well, pretty much every PI patient, a lot of them have insurance. They're deciding, no, I want to do it on lien. Self-pay. So when you're not doing these good faith estimates that are more involved in using these new forms, you're creating an exposure for yourself. And I don't think it's so much the government that's going to hit you with this. I mean, look, look how long it took them on HIPAA to actually do things, right? Where you're going to get it in PI is at the end, when you want to push back on reductions, you're going to have these PI attorneys that utilize the NSA to say, you didn't comply. I want you to now waive your bill or accept my reduction. And they're going to try to threaten you with it. So this is coming down the road. I'm just telling you on this really important item. Um, and so I, one of the last one I'll do in this area mm-hmm. the processes is um, when you send your bills, realize the patient owes the bill regardless of the outcome of the case, right? It's the most important thing in PI. You need to keep them informed. The problem that most providers do is they only communicate with the attorney. They forget about their patient, which they wouldn't do if it wasn't PI. And so they're not sending them interim billings. Now they have to actually give the fee, good, fair, good faith estimates. I'm, I'm so happy the NSA came about because I'm all about transparency, but you're not keeping the patient in communication and that patient is so valuable. We'll hit on that in the marketing side, but from the standpoint of the PI case, when you're keeping in touch with them, which is a natural because may may take three months, six months, a year or years, depending upon the patient, you're able to find out from them, how's your case going? And they may tell you something the attorney's not, now you got to jump on it, right? So that's just some of a whole host of things that if you do it better, you make it not only easier for yourself, but I'm really big on staff. (laughs) Staff's that point person. For a lot of the chiropractors, it's their mother, their wife, their daughter, or it's just some staff, other, you know, brought on staff person. And the abuses I see, the verbal abuse, what I see in writing on emails by law firm staff, threats, it's abhorrent. And I, I think that all of that, you need to do things that are making it, giving them more tools, easier for them, protecting them. And that starts with processes, right? Your office, medical providers are not short on checklists and processes, right? Yeah. I mean, it's what you live by. You just haven't had them in this area and you need it. And that will fill a big gap, but one that will propel you as we get into the marketing side, really being able to profit and to scale. Yeah. Um, do you recommend or have as a resource um, any type of tracking? Uh, for instance, we, we've just put together a Google sheet, but uh, you know, with PIs, like at some point, they're probably going to need some kind of ortho neuro. They're going to need some advanced imaging. Uh, there are certain things in Florida where uh, they have what's called the EMC, the emergency medical, I think it's a uh, condition. And that's, if you have that, it's uh, $10,000 reimbursement. If you don't, it's 1500. Uh, who's the attorney? Who's the point of contact? All that. We try to keep track because we struggle. And referral from an MD. 
a referral for an MD. Yeah. Do, do you, do you have a, a system for tracking like that in a, in a way for them to, to keep on top of that? Cause there's a lot of management of, of these cases. And why should I do? Um, yeah. I mean, not only is there the attorney audit tracker, which is covering a lot of things you wouldn't think of. Yep. Um, but I've got a developed a patient case tracker because, you know, again, for staff, what it's going to identify red flags earlier and things that you're not realizing you're not getting, like even on it, it's whether there's med pay PIP, UIM, UM, but also the police report, the hospital yep. report. In other words, things that you could show you. It's tracking other things. What's, what's the next date coming up? Um, on, you know, what do they have a set trial arbitration mediation date? Because that's usually mm-hmm. governed the resolution of the case. So there's all these things on this very extensive, and it's by tab by area, yep. insurance, med pay PIP. You don't have to use it all. Yep. It can yep. be overwhelming if your practice is a small percentage of PI. But I'll tell you, mm-hmm. when you look there, customize it to your needs. It'll get you thinking and understanding or taking something out. What are you then removing and why? And I think that's what's mm-hmm. so important when you're understanding these things is the why. It's like in the medical lien agreement. Part of the thing later on in the coaching program is, as and the portal, is going through each paragraph of the lien and sentence means something. Mm-hmm. So when someone's, there's a reason, it's a great teaching tool as to why it's there and why it's important. So when someone strikes it out, this is what's happening to you when that happens. So yes, it's there. Um, go to PIMadeEasy.com. Um, right now, it's actually free to register to get that. We're shifting to a paid membership portal. So I jump on that really cla- fast because it's happening soon. Mm-hmm. But those those spreadsheets, lean, it's really phenomenal resources to you. And I just want to see you successful. So again, customize them. Don't feel overwhelmed. You got questions, ask. All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Propel M-C-M. That is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, Propel M-C-M, Modern Chiropractic Marketing, right? And so check out that link, and we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to start with the operations. Cause I, I, I talk to a lot of chiropractors and when PI is brought up, sometimes they get a little overwhelmed with the, the operations side of it. And, and it, it, almost prevents them from even worrying about having that as part of their practice. Like having, like, I don't want personal injury is too complicated. Well, let's first work on, you know, decomplicating it, make it uh, seamless. Obviously there's a little bit more steps, but you can implement this system and then you'll feel better about it and then be able to dive into the uh, marketing and growing that side of your business uh, before. Well, let, we, me, let me, let me, let yeah, me one more thing on that it. though. Yep. You know, with COVID that we had, I'll give you one client, for example, and it called me um, a Dr. Tran in Northern California. And he was a guy that had 176 cases with one law firm. Right. I mean, and he was getting just drilled, turned it around where he's getting most of his bills. But what he told me, called me up one day and said, Mike, you saved my practice. I said, well, how? He goes, well, the problem was we had COVID outbreaks in the office. 
we couldn't treat patients. Mm-hmm. No money was coming in to pay the bills. But when I go to the, to the, to the post office, while you're waiting for PI to roll mm-hmm. over, the thing is, once you get over the initial cash flow weight, yeah. all those checks were coming in, yeah. paid all his bills. It was, he goes, you, you saved me. So I think in PI, while again, a negative becomes a positive when you get past the initial cash flow issue of PI cases. And once you've done it for a little bit, they are just rolling and turning over. And now on top of the money you're getting with your other patients, now these PI checks are coming in from your past work and in full or a lot. Yeah, that that happened to us too. We closed for the month of April, 2020, but we had done uh, well for our practice as far as uh, leading up to that about a year uh, with PI. And we just had a lot of checks coming in that month of April. So we actually were profitable (laughs) that month. Uh, And then, you know, opening up back up in May with some cash coming in, the the PI checks leveled off a little bit, but it it all kind of gave us a little bit more of a a runway for sure. Um, And then before we transition to the marketing thing, I want to just uh, give a little bit of my practice story. I think some of my audience has heard it before, but we have a very sports-based practice, Uh, sports injuries, you know, a lot of regular people too, a lot of active people. We're down in South Florida, uh, definitely an active population, but uh, personal injury does pay very well. And, you know, we set a goal to have between three to five new cases per month. It's not uh, a huge, you know, we probably do 40 new patients in a month total. So you can tell it's not a huge percentage of it, but when we have that amount coming in per month, it's amazing what it does to our revenue and our cash flow, right? And so, uh, if, if someone wants to have a PI practice, awesome. I know some great chiropractors doing it. If you want to have it as part of your practice, like we have, it's just amazing what that can do as well. And so if it's something that you're looking to add to it, I don't want the audience to think it's all or none, right? Uh, it's definitely, you know, some practices that do all of it fine, totally great. They're doing great work, uh, but you can make it a nice, little chunk of it. And uh, I've heard some chiropractors say, if 20% of my uh, office visits can be personal injury, it'll bring in such a percentage of the revenue that it really offsets the crap they're getting paid from some of the private insurances. So that's my little preamble. Let me, let me hit that for a bit because, you know, first of all, for you, you're getting then an extra, what, 12, 15,000 a month that's coming off of PI, which, you know, rolling and scaling. And by the way, you know, if you multiply that times 12, yep. you know, getting like, so that's like 150 and then times five years, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money. The guy that got me started, who's been obviously my longest client then to this day, Tim Noble and Anaheim Hills is a sports chiropractor, also board certified. And so his price is probably about 15% PI, mm-hmm. but he loves the pay that he gets off of it. Yep. And that's been something he's actually grown more little bit now because of now that he's gotten more comfortable in it mm-hmm. through time over with me. So I think the, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Let's say the guy that's got 80% is PI. Well, here's the problem with that. The person with 80% PI is afraid yeah. of the, of some attorney getting mad mm-hmm. and going to harm my business. I can't tell you how often I get that in California, the threats to the, that I see to the, them directly, or it comes to me, right? That we're gonna blackball them. They'll never get another case. Mm-hmm. Do you know in 10 years, not one client, not one that I've coached has had less PI business because of any law firm. Yeah. None, right? They don't have the power they try to say 
it's kind of that, that bully. Unfortunately, yeah. some of them use bullying tactics because you know, there's an old joke I say, you know, as being a, a trial guy as I was, you know, when the law's against you, you pound on the facts. When the facts are against you, you pound on the law. When the law and the facts are against you, you pound on the table. And there's a lot of table pounding by a lot of these guys that they're lying about the law, they're lying about what they're doing, lying about what they can do. So they put this fear because remember, you're a healer and giver. This can be a very, yes, the hard, I think the hardest thing for, for, for going into it is that is an area which has some antagonism. You might have problems with insurers, but they're not treating you disrespectfully. They're just not agreeing with it. Here you have something more. So that's why I say there's a nuance there that you've got to be willing to stand up for yourself and stand up for what's right. And I think if I put three keys around it all, I'd say it's proper preparation, radical transparency by everybody and standing for what's right. And if you follow those in your, how you go about PI and I think your entire practice, man, not only can you sleep right, you know, you're going to be taking care of your staff. And I think you're going to actually be making better attorneys and relationships with better attorneys and helping your patients all around. Hey doc, are you moving office spaces or you're a startup with your own new space or you're like me where you need renovations because it's starting to look a little worn after about 10 years like ours is? Um, Crossfields Chiropractic Office Design is here to elevate you wherever you're at and they're going to help maximize your space and flow. They're going to really help attract and retain patients and this is going to have a great ROI on your investment when you increase that patient experience. So check out Chiropractic office designs by Crossfields. And we have a special link for modern chiropractic marketing listeners. And that is www.chiropracticofficedesign.com slash Kevin dash Christie. And with that, you're going to have discounts. We're going to have direct links to a mega bundle of free resources. And you can check them out and you can get 15 of our most popular floor plans, five phase checklist for a startup office, five point designer checklist to evaluate your current office image and there's 30% off on all online products when you go to www.chiropracticofficedesign.com slash Kevin dash Christie. Well, and that's what's happened with us is we've positioned ourselves as the chiropractors that are going to do the PI the right way, the ethical way. And so we attract those attorneys and, and, and that's why they're sending to us. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're in a, a pretty affluent area. And so a lot of the clients we get are from uh, attorneys that these patients are looking for real care. They don't want to go to some PI mill that's, uh, you know, third rate. And so they're looking for a good experience and, and they want to be treated just like if they were a regular person. I think that's one of the problems we see in personal injury, at least down here is the poor patient has just run through this like rigmarole of crap. And so we try to position ourselves as really that ethical standard uh, of care that's going to be high uh, for them. And then it, it attracts referrals. Well, you know, attorneys, first of all, they, they are going to be concerned about someone that harms their case. Yeah. Right. So the problems we were noting earlier is where someone says, oh, stay away. So the bad guys will still take it because mm-hmm. they never take it to trial anyway. And they're just trying to, you know, get out, get the case in, get it out as fast as they can, or at least at some point, just get done with it. But um, so I think that that's really important in how you go about is like, again, what you do. So, I mean, I applaud you for how you're going about it. I think that there's ways to do, to massage, develop relationships with better attorneys. Mm-hmm. And that comes by being a great practitioner, you know, 
And when we get into the marketing side, it is about how do you get across the fact of your value being different than others? And I think PI has an easy way to help to differentiate some of that. And we'll, we can talk about some of those ways too, as we shift into the marketing side. Yeah, so let's shift, let's shift right into more valuable. Yeah, let's go right into the marketing side. Um, you know, let's, let's pretend uh, I've never done anything with marketing for anything. And, and our audience is, is new to this. Where do they start? Like, how do they get going on this and start generating some new, new patients from the personal injury side of things? Well, the, I'll start with the first one with the story is that a, a guy that called me and he said, Mike, I'd like you to help me become an expert and, and, and represent me. I said, well, wonderful. Why don't you send me an example of your bill? Let me take a look at, at it. And, mm-hmm. and then I looked, I, you know, it's like an eight, $9,000 bill. And I asked him, so I take it this is an atypical bill. Chiropractor, he said, well, no, all my bills are at least this. They are? Mm-hmm. I go, I was looking at the price per visit. And he goes, well, I know I'm going to get written down by two thirds by the attorney. So I tripled my bill. Well, you know, you're actually committing billing fraud. And not only will you not be an expert, I mean, I'm certainly not going to help you. And that I think is part of the problem is I think you've got to start with reasonable fees. Yep. Let me give all your guys and gals a tip that you're going to love for chiropractic. Have you heard of Fair Health Consumer? No. Okay. You know, make them write it down, www.fairhealthconsumer.org. It is a site that was actually, fu- it's funded by the insurance industry. Hmm. It's an aggregator of content. And as you will put, you put for almost any medical specialty, by zip code and specialty, putting in the code, it'll give the average fee for that location, right? Third-party source. Now, obviously, there's reasons why those averages are lower than they should be, like it's old. I don't think it's been updated since 2017. They only do three digits of the zip code to bring a lower economic swath and other things. However, if you... You should do this after. If you put in your codes for your fees, you're probably going to find that fair health is at or higher than what you're putting. Mm-hmm. So you could actually raise some of your fees, noting third-party support you could give to the attorney and the patient that they can check online publicly, use the out-of-network rates because that's what applies to PI. Yep. It's fascinating. It's really good, especially for chiropractic. So I think, however, and I think also assembling examples of your full pay, whether it's from MedPay or PIP, even other attorneys, obviously redact out. That means blacking out all the patient identifying information. I get rid of all the attorney identifying information, but showing you do get paid your bill. When you give that to attorneys and have a package and even a, they can use that to battle the adjusters who want to say, hey, you're billing what it's worth. So our, when you do it this way, gather the support, you can actually help the attorney deal with this matter. And very few people do that. You'll already set your part. I think another one is back to that storytelling documentation. I think too many providers document poorly. Yeah. It's either, first of all, handwriting will always get you deposed and you just as a witness to read your notes. So hopefully that's not, but the soft people are so reliant on software. It's become just the same thing repeating over and over. And in PI, that's not good. Everybody's unique and you'll get hammered by a defense attorney. Mm -hmm. Right. So you've got to find a way of using that and being unique with your documentation. And again, back to that storytelling, right? Explain in that, a, that if your receptionist who has no medical training, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. can't understand from your notes what you did the before and the after and the value of your treatment to that patient reading those notes, I think you're not doing it right. And that should be a great demarcation you can use. Have, her, have them read, her or him, and I think that'll tell you. So I think when you 
when you go about sowing that, I, I not only have reasonable rates, but I do it right. I document right. Mm-hmm. I, when there's a danger of a gap in treatment, I will alert you early so you can get a hold of your client to help me get them in here for treatment. Because we all know after 14 days, sure is going to cut you off, whatever that treatment is after in PI, mm-hmm. right? So I think as you do these different things and, and you can use your processes again to the advantage. Now, I do think, and the problem you'll get is when you get a firm calling you, well, when I submit, will you take, well, on all my, my patients, will you take a, a knock off a third of your bill? What just happened when he asked you that and now you're, and if you responded, yes. Well, that becomes what they're going to do for sure. What you just did is you just committed a crime. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> you said, you just, no, I'm serious though. The problem is you've agreed to an illegal kickback. There should be no pre-arrangements on your bill. They're case by case after your treatment is complete. You can always reduce it, but later be careful of these middle companies and that bring you patients. And then they say, oh, they'll negotiate for you because they're yeah. all in the pocket of the law firms. That's part of the problem. Like when you're also not direct with the law firm, right? Don't do the intermediaries. You know, online directories are fine because they just, they're all open. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, attorneys see that and they contact you. So I think as you go about is show and be able to lay out for the attorney how you're different than your peers, how you do it right, how you, by doing it right, you're actually going to help them deal with the adjuster to get more in settlement and faster resolutions. And you can, there's a lot of other ways, but obviously we don't have time here. Well, that was perfect. You know, cause I, that's a question I get a lot. It's like, oh, if I, you know, if I meet with this attorney, if I got a lunch with them, what are the things that I actually discuss? Like, how do I separate myself? And there, those are some great talking points um, on doing that. Is there any other talking points you would recommend the chiropractor well, have with the attorney? I think when you're feeding out attorneys, yeah, there are some great things you can get. Mm-hmm. We talked about, we referred it last, in fact, if you took the tracking sheet, if you just think of the columns, it'll get key questions to ask, but it's like, how do you handle med pay and PIP? Do you take attorney's fees out of it? Mm-hmm. Do you hold it till the end of the case? which neither of those should occur. Those are all meant for prompt payment in full, the patient benefits dollar for dollar. When you stand up for your, for PIP and med pay rights, you're standing up for your patient and you see an attorney doing otherwise, that's a red flag, okay? Um, I think when you ask them, like how often are you actually trying last year or the last 12 months or with COVID, let's go (laughs) pre-COVID before a a jury, right? Mm -hmm. Who are the guys that actually try cases? How long does your average case take to file a complaint? Are they waiting to the end of the statute of limitations when they tell you that time? Or usually like the more aggressive ones, when they get a low ball offer from the insurer, they file within 30 days and start that process going, which the sooner they start, the sooner it's going to end. So I think when you get a feel for whether they're trial guys, now it's okay to have people that really focus on, they're really pre, um, they're really good at settlements early. But you got to find that out that that's where they specialize. And when they don't, they, they have really great law firms. They send cases to that take on the trial work that those I've seen some great firms that do that. You're listening to modern chiropractic mastery with Dr. Kevin Christie. Find more online at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com for more free resources, online courses, and the chiropractic success Academy. Now back to the show with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie. How often when they settle a case, and there's a big one, 
mm-hmm. huge one. There's nothing wrong with helping a law firm or a patient, but to do that, you need information. Yeah. Okay. Now there's a list of information I could give you, but the bottom line is when they settle a case, they should be giving you what their full intended disbursement listing is. And that means the attorney's cost, the attorney's fees, mm-hmm. the lien holder amounts and how much they're intending to pay and net to patient. When you see that, it's going to tell you a lot. The cost so you, will tell you a lot. So but you should request that from the attorney when they every send you- Every time. Yep. I don't mind considering a lien reduction, but here's the information I need. I need full transparency. Mm-hmm. When you get that, Ben, I can show you all kinds of things that will tell you. Cost is an example. When the costs are maybe $800, that means it never even went to deposition, yeah. right? So, and they're asking for 40%, probably mm-hmm. because they only filed a form complaint. That's not reason to jump it up from 33 to 40. So there are things you can do that will help you when you, that you can actually use to, to leverage over lawyers as you get mm-hmm. information. In fact, the smoking gun, if you ever get it from your patients, is if you can get from a patient what the attorney sent them before settling a case or in the process of that listing. Mm-hmm. Most attorneys to do it right should be sending that to their client and it's informing either they've not negotiated the liens yet or they have, and here they are. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't mention they haven't even talked to you yet. And they want the, they get the patient to sign off first then they conclude it because they want to save their own behind to make sure they're insulated from malpractice. And now they conclude the settlement. The problem around the country is that's not how it happens. Mm-hmm. They settle it. They send that off, settle it. Now come to ask you for reduction. They never even asked before believing you're just going to go with whatever they say. And that's the biggest problem. So you want to let them know early. We don't mind considering lien reductions case by case basis, but please don't assume it. Mm-hmm. Talk to us before the patient finalizes a non policy limit settlement of the case because policy, they don't have a choice. That's great. Great information. Um, aside from, you know, connecting with attorneys, what are some other types of professionals? Obviously, probably medical doctors is one, but other types of scenarios where you can connect with other people's or people or entities to drive more business into your practice. And that's actually a really advantage of PI because first of all, when you're referring out as a PI doctor, you're referring out to other specialists, practitioners that take on lean. Yeah. So you got to ascertain that. So there's a kind of a joint camaraderie in a way, because you are all common and taking on lean. And as you go up, like I could, there's two buckets of providers, the cap providers, as I have defined them as chiropractors, acupuncture, physical therapists, as the high patient volume, low pro, lower profit margin treaters, yep. the upper bucket, single or few visits, the surgeon, the surgical center, the MRI company, the, the pain management doctor, the, the, you know, so and they have huge profit margins, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things is knowing, by the way, but this goes back to the other thing, how does the question the attorney, do you handle all medical providers the same? Because if they pro rata the same between them all, you're the one getting screwed. Yep. Because an MRI that is paid, that is, whose bill is 2000 and they pay them a thousand, how many, how many visits is that in your office? It's huge. Yes. So when they don't do it, they're not thinking like a business person. You got to educate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I'm sorry, I missed, I forgot the specific. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you, you mentioned a few of the different types. Oh, of oh that's right, other, other things. Yeah. Okay, so I think MDs, right? So mm-hmm. I think going to, first of all, I think 
regular family MDs, especially in Florida when you're getting, the, you know, they're having to make a referral out in some states. But I think it's always a good source. But what they want to see is that this gets into that issue in chiropractic of kind of naturopathic and science-based, right? And there, I know there's a big controversy in that. I say in PI, well, you better be science-based because that's what they're going to be needing at trial and stuff. And so the science-based guys are going to be desired more. Yep. It will be in more alignment though with the MDs as well, mm-hmm. right? You've got to communicate and like you market to a law firm, market to them so they see the value in what you do. It's not just back and neck, gut and other things that they need, need. Um, but also how you go about your process, keeping the, you need to keep them informed with that patient, right? Because mm-hmm. they're the family doctor. So what are you doing in that communication? When they see you're easy to work with, you're going to get all the work, right? Great. I think that all of those medical, those lien holders, when you develop a relationship with the upper bucket, they know they have higher profit margins. Yeah. When you're getting them stuff, they will back you with the law firms. No, I'll take less. Give that to my friend, the chiropractor who sent this over. He deserves his full bill. I'll take a cut so I can afford it. So as you make those relationships, that will help. That's awesome. That's great information. You know, Michael, I really appreciate your time on this. Uh, I've talked to my audience quite a bit. I'm actually exiting patient care June 30th. Uh, I'm down to two days a week now. Um, and one of the things that I've set my eyes on is, is taking our practice to that next step with, with PI. And um, I'm looking at diving into some of your stuff for sure. Uh, give us a little bit of information on, on, on what your program is, some of the nuts and bolts of it. I, I'd love to have it as a resource. I'll make sure to put the show notes link in there. And, and uh, so give us a little bit about that and we'll, we'll go from there. Thanks, Dr. Chris. You know, I, again, it, it comes from that desire. I mean, I'm a, a, a coach, mentor, and trainer just by nature. I've been doing that all my life. As an attorney, it's what you do. As an advocate, you're also coaching and educating your clients all the time. And so that's just always dovetailed. And I serve as a, like a mentor to business students at USC. And, uh, and I've been doing that for a long time. And I just love it. I do it with peers and whatnot. What I've done as a company is decided to do that nationally in a group basis through an online community, a membership. So Personal Injury Made Easy is an online membership site which will be going to a paid membership shortly, Mm -hmm. but also that will be supportive of a national coaching training and mentoring program because that personal injury power system, the PIPS formula, which is processes times payments Mm -hmm. times profits equals a personal injury power practice. Each of it might sound simple, but each of those have so many things Mm -hmm. that come within it. It's about the art of mastery, right? How many years uh, did it, how many years till you felt you were a master at your profession? I'm still working on it, but no, I'm, uh, I'm 17 Perfect years. Answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm 17 Ooh. years into it. So <laughs> you just hit it. Mastery never stops. Yeah. You went to school, you started practice. Now you're really learning it. And in a way it's like, think of like martial arts, even black belts have multiple levels because it just doesn't end. It keeps going. So here it's about this road to mastery. And I think there's not an, an, an athlete an athlete without a coach in the Olympics. Yeah. There's not. Think of Tiger Woods or any of the professional golf, whatever sports you have, they've got coaches, guides. You need that MPI. So that's what I've decided is my mission to create ripples. So you ripples become an army that over time will raise this tidal wave mm-hmm. in, in for, to raise up chiropractic and raise up respect, full pay across the country and correct a broken system is through that coaching, training and mentoring program. Now I am doing a three-day preview, but it's an intensive preview. It's a three-day 
full day for three days boot camp. That's May 5th, 6th, and 7th, where I'm really diving into a lot of the segments of that formula and even having you even score yourself. You'll love it. There's guest speakers and guest experts in certain areas. I mean, the day you come out of that, you'll be making more money the next day. What I'm hoping you'll do is understand the value of what the coaching we will do and enroll in that, which is like a year program, which I'm doing for providers. And it's something that I believe in the art of mastery will continue ongoing as long as you want to keep right, you know, getting better and rising higher because it's, we all should have not only our business goals, but we've got to get back to our personal dreams. And what saddens me about chiropractic, most start so early, leave the office so late. They're also there on Saturdays for the convenience of patients. And you don't take time for yourself. Don't take enough time for your family. And I want to do this to where it will help you achieve those personal dreams. You know, you're growing the, growing the business, grouping, whether it's whether it is get the kids to college, the house, the, the travel, all of it, PI is by far your best way to do it in chiropractic. Because chiropractic without PI, to be honest, doesn't make enough money. It's but a it struggle. Will, it's, right. it's a struggle. Uh, where's your event at? It's going to be Zoom online. Oh, Anybody get attention anywhere? It, it, it's, uh, thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's a Zoom event. So um, we'll get, um, it'll be later. I think as you go to Personal Injury Made Easy, I'd recommend right now, this is a free um, mm-hmm. Membership, just sign up, register. You can say you're interested in the three-day event in the registration, and they'll put that there. I am going to be at Parker, and we will have actually a link up for things um, through Parker. If you happen to be out there, come by my booth. Um, Personal Injury Made Easy, I think it's booth 226. I hope to see you if you're out there in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you can email me at mcoats at personalinjurypimadeeasy.com. Go to our side. We'll get you more information as we lead up to it. In the end, we're all in this together. And I'm so thankful, Dr. Christie, that you had me as your guest, that you do so much for all of your members and the people that you sit there to try to help. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. Yeah, I wish I could have a drink with you in Vegas. I was supposed to speak, but uh, my my second child is due in a couple of weeks. So I had to nix that. So Congratulations. Thank you. I have six. And as I say, always yeah. the uh, the even child children are usually the easier uh, experiences. I'll, well, I'll, yeah. Over drinks, I'll explain why my theory. All right. I'm, we're going to stop at two as well. So <laughs> there's not going to be any more odd number kids. Uh, but hey, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. It was just a, a wealth of knowledge. And I hope my audience takes you up on some of that information that you mentioned. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. That is it for this week's episode. But before you leave, check us out at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com for all kinds of free resources such as blogs and the podcast episodes. We've got online courses. You can check out the Chiropractic Success Academy there, which is an amazing online coaching system for you at a very affordable monthly rate. Uh, There's a free online course on the modernchiropracticmarketing.com website, so check that out. If you're interested in some one-on-one coaching, we can do that as well. We have all kinds of resources for you there, and we would also truly appreciate if you could rate and review this podcast if you're getting valuable information out of it. I can't thank you enough, and we'll see you next week.